Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Everyone, welcome back oh, to the Triforce. Who's there? She's Who's there with me today? I thought you were saying, oh, like a little little, little viewer just hove into view. Oh, hello, little viewer. Little listener. Look how cute you are. Hey. Oh, look, I'm mussing up your hair. Oh, you little rapscallion. You little I a kid with someone bitch. Would muss up my hair. I was very particular about my hair. I don't have, I never had curly hair, so it wasn't really very muss upable, and it just felt a bit weird. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. not a fan. Gotta say, felt intrusive. Yeah, it's belittling. <laughs> yeah, oh, I mean, <laughs> I guess that's the point of it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh my God! Welcome back um, into the twentieth of May. We're recording this. I've got my jab booked at the weekend. Hey, okay, nice. First, and first jab. Yeah, get your five G upgrade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get my. Get, I need to do with connecting to some of the some of the Wi Fi. Incidentally, a friend of mine has had a magnet implanted in his finger right. for his what index, reason no his ring finger for for in order to detect magnetic fields what do you right. mean what so when he did it sort of pulls towards something if there's a magnetic field he just got tired of having to like scoop up his change off the counter yeah. so now he just passes his hand over the he just passes his hand <laughs> magneto style and just fucking gets it yeah so wait wait so this little magnet if he feels it tugging it means there's magnetism around because it's being pulled towards something is that how else does it work? Yeah, it's it's quite like a common thing, apparently, where you implant like a tiny neodymium magnet and you can do uh, uh, some some YouTubers have done it. Like um, I see Co Cody's lab, who's this guy on YouTube, who is just a crazy asshole. Who does that I, I've watched Cody's lab. Yeah. He looks like Duncan. He looks yeah, like he just does. a regular nerd. Like Duncan's hairier, crazier brother, I would say. And he subs really nice, really comes across just this nice, innocent, nerdy guy. Um, but he has like a iron mine or something, a tin mine. Yeah. He goes mining. Yeah. And he's got like, he just does chemistry experiments. Well, not experiments. He does sort of chemistry, I guess, in his garage. And uh, yeah, and so uh, a few YouTubers have, have, have talked about it. And I don't know if it's very all that strong. I don't think you can like, I think you can probably pick up a paper clip. Um, I, I have, <laughs> a, I have a few to. questions. Um, number one, yeah, what, I have a lot of questions. What are you going to do if you detect a magnetic field? What's the plan? Do you run? Is it dangerous in some way? Is it like what's the deal with? Uh, why, why do you need to know? That would be part part one. Part right. two is it to detect if something is ferrous? So you come across a metal and someone says, "Gosh, I wish I knew." If this metal was ferrous, you can pass your hand <laughs> right. and go, it is. Like, what? what's it for? Yeah. What is its, it's utility like day to day? It's a, it's a party trick. It's an icebreaker at parties. By the way, did I you know that that's ferrous? A great party. Like, wow. <laughs> Holy crap, you're interesting. This guy's the life and soul. I think it is a party trick, though. I think you can... You could sort of do the thing like you can lift up a paper clip and and on the end of your finger, people are like, what the fuck? How's he doing that? And how often is you know? that going to be? How many times 
are you going to be able to do that to have and have people go wow that's so cool once with each new group of friends yeah you have to make um, a lot of friends maybe it drives you to make new friends because your old ones will be sick to death of your fucking magnetic finger trick you have to keep yeah, making maybe. new friends oh god look at lewis with his old <gasps> magnetic finger trick yeah, you'd again. get so sick of it after a while the first time you'd be like wow and then after a while you'd, you'd, you'd just, be like oh, neo do me one get out of here yeah. wow that's dope so i, I don't know like there's a lot of these weird ideas out there. I think the idea really was that it was this um, f f f for future stuff. It was like some. It was almost like a RFI. It's like your cat's chipped. So when you when you find a missing cat, you can just scan it, and it's like it tells you, "Oh, this is Agnes from thirty three. You know, Will Bottom Lane Brilliant. or whatever. No, you know, you've you know, right. Take her home." Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh i didn't really god i was just accidentally subconsciously recalling your your address <laughs> i forgot your i forgot your um, dog was called aggie imagine you yeah. had a, imagine you had like a double or or dare i say a triple situation there because you know like well i'm sure this is the same the world round but like in the uk for example there's lots of like duplicated names of places and stuff you know and like what if you lived on uh, willow bottom lane and i also lived on on willow bottom lane but like in a different like part of the uk and then uh lewis doing that docks both of us at the same time shocking oh like my double. fucking god shocking well that happened to me didn't it, in, double, double. in new zealand double, 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 my, my i booked um, a place to stay in new zealand and um drove to it yeah. and i drove to the wrong fucking tower heights or whatever, tower road and it was the other one was like a hundred miles away <laughs> yeah was so it one of those situations where you got the first one where it was the wrong one but it was super nice and then it soured your experience at the other one because it wasn't as nice you got there and you're like oh shit i wish that the the clerical error would have gone through and i could have stayed at that other place which looked a lot better well i'm sure i've told the story before but it we got there it was late it was already like 11 p.m. right, and so and it was sort of dark, but we could, but it sort of still vaguely matched the photos because it was on this really steep hill. Um, you know, we turned direct to the like right or whatever. We turned the right directions to get there. We went into the place. It was like you know, and then we sort of got there, and this house was like deserted, obviously. So we thought, perfect, you know, it's, there's no one living here. It must be must be like the airbnb rented mm. house you know so we looked around for the key which is supposed to be in this box but there was only like a there was a box there on the house but it's a fuse box once we opened it and so then we realized we were just we must be at the wrong it took a while for us to believe that we were at the wrong house because so many of the things had confirmed that it was okay along the road you know because we've only got like a paragraph description it's like go up the hill turn right turn left get to the house it's number 13 or whatever we, we did all that just fine and so it we, it took a while for us to think for someone to come to try and get jump make that logical jump of are we actually at the wrong hill road or whatever right. Do you know what I mean it's funny that stuff doesn't really happen much these days with uh, Google Maps and everything like that no um, like I know so that it, should it, have it like, used um, to be a little pin yeah yeah it used to be so hard if you go away somewhere and you were staying out in the country or something it was like to get to the property you must follow the following like twenty step elaborate. Um, directions like there was all printed i used to have to do this where it'd be like take the left off the a15 now you must look for a very narrow right turn and you think well which you know and if you get lost you, you have to retrace the whole thing like you have no idea where you are mm. and it was uh it was it was a fucking nightmare sometimes finding it was, places it was it, uh, i mean uh, the, then again like now nowadays i don't know why they didn't have like some sort of postcode system like we do in the uk because nowadays you just whack a postcode in and i was so, i'm so fucking lazy with it as well like you know yesterday um 
I went to the to Hat Films' warehouse. Right. They, um, they own a warehouse? Which, they rent a warehouse, yeah. Oh, wow. yeah, that's right. They they rent a warehouse. What for? Yeah. Uh, for, for? For filming. Filming stuff and um, storing the, stuff. You know, like all those videos of uh, them, like, uh, vacking uh, trot and stuff like that, and then, then covering him with, like, eggs or right. cream and shit like that. They do all that there. Well, that's yeah. awesome. So, so Smithy's Smithy's birthday today. So we recorded oh, Smithy's birthday, birthday video yesterday. Thanks for Smithy. Um, <laughs> he, and the idea was to cover him in. You're welcome, fake beans. Lewis. Yep, you're welcome. Have a great one. Thank Lulu. you. So they put down some paper, uh, some plastic, and a paddling pool, like like they they like they're preparing for a murder scene, you know. Yeah. And then got a bucket full of a six pack of baked beans, attached the bucket to a gigantic plank of wood, and then wanged that over to like a pole that would you know stop the bucket before it hit his head but it would spray all the beans down and they brought themselves you know two extra six packs of baked beans in case the first one missed or whatever um and so you know what's this they hadn't been to the warehouse since christmas either really but i was there for jingle jam we did the painting stream there and stuff and um it's just kind of a bit it's it's kind of a bit shit. <laughs> like I went to the bathroom and there was like I noticed there was like this big dead spider, um, like in the corner, right? right? Um, but not not on the floor, like on the shelf. So it's like it's like basically there's like it's like a bathroom with nothing in it. It's just a toilet and a sink. It's like empty and a loo roll sat there on the shelf, right? But next to the loo roll was this giant dead spider. And when I looked closely, I noticed it was like surrounded by like like look, what looked like gravel. And I was like, oh, but I looked close and I realised. It was a hundred more dead spiders, like a whole family, like of different sizes, though. And weirdly, all clustered in the same, like, like they'd all died in like this concentric circle around themselves. So weird um, and horrifying. And obviously, when I told Smithy about it, he went in there, scooped the whole lot into his hand and threw it at me. Good God. Oh, my God. What an ass. (laughs) So that... That made me. Uh, that, that's that's the kind of just a hat films fun, though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. You know? um, God. So yes, that was that was hat films uh, yesterday. It was really interesting just to like hang out with with the guys, mess around, talk to people. Uh, I had a great day actually. We went and went to Hobbycraft. We bought some like um, paints and Bob Ross paints, and we painted along with a Bob Ross video. Oh, nice. Was so, it fun? Um, yeah, it was really fun. Now, it did, was really, did really what, fun. Because my kids and I, well, they, they were showing Bob Ross on TV in the evenings a, a while back, and we would sit and watch them because it was very relaxing. Mm. You know, as everybody's watched Bob Ross, it's very relaxing, and you can just sort yeah, of enjoy yeah. it. And he's such a personable guy, and by all yeah. accounts was a lovely guy. We've spoken about him before. Yeah, yeah. And I, I did wonder, if you had all the oils and everything, would if you followed along, would it look like... Bob Ross's painting, like if you if you really did it, would it look even close? It would close? always it would always resemble it for sure. You like because you're just using the 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 same roughly the same well, shapes you can and find colors, out right? So by watching the Hat Films video, which is probably out now, it's probably coming out today oh, actually, yeah, because yeah. like, it's his birthday video, right? So um, so yeah, you can buy the paint, you can buy the Bob Ross paint set officially, oh. Bob Ross branded paint set, which is the stuff he uses. Apparently, his son never um was never interested. His son does painting and stuff, I think, but he was never interested. Oh. Really? in the in the limelight yeah he he didn't want to carry on the uh the legacy he just he's very sort of like private person and doesn't want to be on tv or anything like that but uh yeah. I, I watched a documentary yeah. about the bob ross sort of support team and all of his art and it's kind of it was all like all of the art that he did on the show 
And all of his because he did he did like two practices for every show as well. Mm-hmm. So he had three of every one, and he did like sixty or hundred shows or something. So he's just like three hundred paintings of his, and they were all just shoved in this sort of unit storage unit, kind of in somewhere in the middle of Middle America. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it looks like sort of a, the a place where aliens come down. Right. It looks like some Roswell shit, right? And um, they had a little office off the side where they would run his little business, right? And mm-hmm. so they would. They coordinate his paint sales and his brand and stuff. And it's like a couple of very all-American nice ladies, I think, in there who basically run the whole thing. And it was very mom and pop, very wholesome, very strange. Um, And I'm assuming it's still similar now. It must be, right? But they had all of the paintings because there was this huge, there is this huge demand, this idea that, that, that people love Bob Ross. They want his paintings, right? Yeah. Um, so there was this documentary about, yeah, where are all the Bob Ross paintings? It's on um, New York Times, huh. actually. I've just found it again. I recommend it if you're interested because it's just so interesting to like see the little behind the scenes of his... His, what his life, I guess, was like, you know, with yeah. the people he, that he knew. And yeah, it, it is always interesting warm, to wholesome. see like what the behind the scenes is for some of these people. Right. Because you're because obviously you're presented a, uh, a version of the mm. of the person. But sometimes that person doesn't end up being like that at all. Right. Like, mm. but I think Bob Ross, by all accounts, was pretty much uh, just a nice regular sort of yes. guy right like it's it's I, you know what i think is quite he never telling never got canceled or anything right. like but what's quite telling is when someone is nice like that the praise for them is effusive you know what i mean it's like never any people saying just the nicest dude like like roy hodgson football manager roy hodgson well, i know you guys don't like football but he's been a football manager for like fucking 50 years or something like that he's been yeah. all over the world He's retiring this season, semi-retiring. He's not say, he's not retiring, retiring. He's saying, I'm stepping back. He's like 73 or something like that. Sure. And he's saying, I'm stepping back and I'm just chilling. But I'm not going to say I'm never going to come back because he, he said he hates it when people say, oh, that's it, I'm retiring. And then two years later, they come back. Feels kind of sad. So, um, so he's stepping back from football. Everybody's got a, a story about how nice Roy Hodgson is like, and, and how nice it was to work for him and everything like that. It's, it's a shame that those people stand out so much it makes you realize how unpleasant most people must be to work with in yeah. most in the many of these fields like yeah. movie stars and all the rest of it and you know people musicians and everything it's like oh the nicest dude oh and they tell you this story and you think yeah that's nice and everything but what are the rest of them doing like they must be complete fucking assholes if this is representative he oh, held a door for me he held a door for me you're like yeah. this is it like come on what, what, what are the rest of them doing that's so unpleasant i feel like in a general sense there's like um like i you know i i, I read a lot about people who like you musicians actors like i watch a lot of um you know documentaries and read biographies and stuff like that and to me in a general sense it it seems like you can kind of categorize people in 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 two camps you've got people who are very good at what they do but they're not aware of like the overarching kind of like meta around what they do you know like they're in it just for that the sheer passion of of craft you know what i mean like uh like like a musician is only interested in creating music like and to to that musician it doesn't even need to be um perceived as good by other people as long as it's good to them 
they're more than happy with it. And those people always seem to be the, the people that are regarded highly by their peers, right? It's like, like tiny this, person, Tim. this person's really creative. They're really nice to hang out with. Our process for creating music was just like drinking a lot or like smoking a lot of weed. And then we just create this music together. And it was a really fun experience. And then the other camp is people who are super aware of like fame and all the trappings of fame and how to get ahead and what the things you need to do to get ahead and like they're they're much more aware of that side of it and i think that turns people uh, generally into monsters as well yeah, that are impossible oh my God, to work right. you got to climb over people to yeah to yeah you, that's right you have to leave a like a you know a, a, a pile of bodies behind you to get ahead in some of these industries for sure well I, I think those are the like you said those are the two options i think there yeah. are certainly people out there who are super famous and apparently also super nice yeah but there are a lot of people who perhaps weren't let's say you're not the best at what you i'm do. sure like uh, of course there's going to be examples of that i'm just saying in a general sense you can kind of like you can see where that where the divide yeah, is yeah. you know what i mean like it's it, it's it's kind of crazy there's an element of pr there's an element of good pr i think people can be quite clever and put on a face that people make them out to be this, you know, are oh, such a super good dude, blah, yeah. blah, blah, when they've just done the right things when they needed to. Yeah. You know? But at the same time, I think, we, you know, with, with Bob Ross, like you said, Sips, like he was uninterested in the, the value the of the paintings of he was yeah. doing and the business side. Yeah. yeah. He just wanted, like, I think he never wanted his paintings to become like a commodity he wanted to teach people how to paint he wanted them to get invested in the journey and the process he wanted to give them a chance to do the experience that quite relaxing feeling of of painting yeah. right which which he you know tried his best to open and give people not it's not cheating but it's like techniques that uh, it's, it's strangely interesting like how you can do something where you just dip a brush, a strange shaped brush in like some brown ink, mix it around with some green ink, splodge it on the fucking canvas a bunch. And suddenly it looks like a load of trees. And it's kind of amazing actually when you do it and you're like, fuck that. If I, you know, if I blur my eyes a little bit, this actually looks good. Yeah. <laughs> like all of a sudden. Yeah. yeah. You, you, and it's like, you got to do that bit with the brush weird. that he does where he goes and wax it on the side of something. Like I that, think like, yeah, beat the devil out. Of oh, it. I think so there's a good. lot to it though, because it, and again, it's one of those hobbies that is, uh, it, it's a long, a long process of evolution, at lots of trial and error. You know, like these techniques that he's using on the shows and stuff, they're things that he's just had to try and try and try and just got got better at over time. But can you imagine for like every one painting that he's done that looks amazing? There's got to be hundreds of like crappy ones, right? That where mm. he's just like, I tried this technique on this one and it was all right. Apparently, but he did ten thousand paintings. Oh th no, thirty thousand paintings in his Jeez. lifetime. Jeez, thirty thousand. And so there's at least two thousand, or no, so one thousand one hundred sixty-five in cardboard boxes in the company's nondescript office. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's it's, crazy. Eh? It's, it's really interesting because. Yeah, he probably, but his his wasn't about looking at something and copying it. It was about using brush techniques to create a f not a, like a like a just like a, something that looks like a natural world because the natural world isn't always gonna be uh, like it's not straight lines and yeah just fixed styles no. you know a tree will look sometimes like it's fallen over or it will, will be uneven and that will be represented in the way the randomness your brush 
hits the canvas, you know, and, and you know, he, I'm sure that you, the ones that you paint aren't, even if you're copying him, aren't going to look the same, but they will still look, uh, it's surprisingly impressive, like yeah. <laughs> how, how it works. And I, I guess I felt like I hadn't really watched a Bob Ross episode before the whole way through. I'd sort of seen yeah, yeah. the memes you, like, and I kind of dipped in stuff, and out. Yeah. And I also felt like I didn't know whether people really did copy along because I felt like I, I did find it like quite quick. Um, we weren't pausing it or stopping it at any stage. And he does move quite quickly. And it's it's obviously made for television. It's made to be done in half an hour. So he does zip along to the next bit. And so you're like, sure, okay, yeah, I'm giving yeah, up yeah. on these mountains now. <laughs> to this guy. But actually, in a sense, like... That's quite good because it's like, fuck it. I'm not going to worry about that. I'm just going to move on to the next bit. You know, know so here's my question about Bob Ross for you guys, okay? I've been watching The Office recently and Andy, the character Andy, Andy, uh, the Nard Dog, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's recovering from anger management. He was a very angry guy and he went through anger management. Oh, you're up to that point, yeah. No, no, no. I've I've gone way. I'm on like season seven now. But he basically, he, he went through all that and... Now he, this if something gets pisses him off, he sort of gets this weird look on his face because he's he's thinking about you know calm blue ocean, calm blue ocean, like serenity now that kind of stuff. Yeah. You look at someone like Bob Ross. He's like you could imagine Bob Ross getting really angry and just like smashing easels and throwing paint at people and screaming, you know, and getting furious because you can imagine anybody getting really angry, even the Queen. I can imagine the Queen getting really fucking angry. Oh, this throwing is the fucking wrong latte. I fucking right. wanted on the fucking avocado one, you fucking stupid bitch. Exactly. Fuck you. Throwing a crown at her and shit. Exactly. <laughs> Do you think that Bob Ross had a really tumultuous, bad time where he was like super angry and found yes. something that makes him yes. calm? Yes, he did. This is true. Really? So in 1942... He dropped out of school uh, in ninth grade, which is quite young. Yeah, that's, yeah, that is that's young, like yeah. 14. Yeah, and he then he worked with his father, who was a carpenter, but then joined the army or Air Force, I think, and moved to Alaska, where he spent 20 years at a drill, as a drill sergeant. Oh, wow. Jeez. So he was yelling at new recruits in the fucking frozen north, and he was such a hard ass, apparently, that he earned the nickname... Bust him up, Bobby. Oh, wow. my God. Can you imagine? You fucking maggot! Get the fuck out of my fucking bunkhouse! You fucking, fucking take that happy little you. clock, you little bitch! <laughs> what are you doing? This is not a happy fucking accident! <laughs> yeah, it seems um, it seems impossible that he's the same person. Get your paintbrushes out and make sure they're clean. Will you call this a brush? Oh, man. <laughs> That's crazy. I didn't know that about Bob Ross. Hey, wow. um, so my yeah. wife watched, uh, she watched The Joy of Painting for the first time in her life recently. She'd, uh, she'd, she mm. was the same as Lou. She'd heard of Bob Ross before. She knew about it, but she'd never actually watched an episode. And uh, all the episodes are on uh, on BBC iPlayer on, on for huh. Channel 4, I right. guess. Yeah, so every episode is on there if you want to go back and watch them. And uh, so I was like, I'll put one on. Like we didn't have anything to watch, and I was like, they're 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 pretty chill. Like they, you know, they're meant to be kind of relaxing. You just watch this guy paint or whatever. And she was so stressed out the whole time. She was like, Whoa, he's gonna screw it up. Oh, what's he doing? No, you can't do a rock like that. <laughs> like she's go every time. Uh, but then you kind of watching um, an episode with somebody like that, you you kind of realize, hang on a sec, like you know, she's kind of right in some ways. You know, like there's there's definitely points in an episode where you think. 
you've gone too far, Bob. You're going to fuck it up. <laughs> like it's, you know, less is more sometimes. And he just, he always comes back to a bit that you think is done. And you're just like, he is going to fuck it up. It's going to look stupid. But it always ended up looking really good. I don't know. It's just, I think the lesson the is magic, it, doesn't, it doesn't really matter. It's the journey of the painting. It's, it's the relaxation. I mean, can you imagine? I've never done it, but I would love to get uh, the oil paintings like the Bob Ross set and do a painting like you did, Lewis. I would love to do that. You can do it. I think it would be very relaxing. How can it I do it? It costs like I'm... 10 quid to get the fucking, fucking paint Bob Ross paints at any art supply store sells yeah. it. The Bob Ross painting make hundreds of millions a year. But you can't, uh, you can't expect yeah. that you're going to produce something like Bob Ross. You know what I mean? Like you, you it'll, can. It'll, it's like, it'll be, you surprise it'll yourself. look similar, but it'll have your own twist on it. You know what I mean? Oh, yes. yes. His techniques, you know, you're talking about a Kung Fu master here. Right, and right. You're, you're just a young Padawan. So like, yeah. he's got, got the, he's got the muscle memory for fucking happy little trees. I'm I'm a first timer here. Exactly. But I think after a couple, you know, he's, he's done, t t he's done 10,000, you know, you're, you're going to have to catch up. You know, you've got a lot of work to, you can't expect to get it first time, p -fax. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's a very cheap to enter. You know, it costs you tenner for a canvas, yeah, yeah. tenner for the paint set. Yeah, we'll fucking you do know, it. Fucking there do you it. go. Get, get your happy little clouds going. I recommend it, honestly. Yeah. It was very, it was very fun. Surprisingly fun to follow along and surprisingly interesting to create something with the way he does it mm. really interesting it's uh it it it's weird because recently i've been doing i i got a, a greenhouse and i've been doing more stuff like in my garden but i've been getting more interested in because i've had some just minor successes but i've never really spent a lot of time gardening or caring about plants generally you know like i i've stopped to admire plants before as you both well know but um like i've never grown my own stuff or anything and this year, because we got a greenhouse, I just thought, you know, oh, whatever, like, I, it'll be fun for the kids, just plant a couple of things, see what happens and stuff. And we, we've been really lucky. We like we had lots of uh, seeds germinate and, and grow into stuff that we've then had to put into bigger pots because it's getting it's growing so much and getting so big. And I've just been a lot more interested in sort of like gardening stuff and you know how to grow food and I, i've been looking into like how to be more self-sustainable and stuff through it but a big part of it uh like aside from all that is just how relaxing and nice it is you know what i mean you're just doing something that's not necessarily at a computer you're doing something that's not necessarily like linked into you know social media or what everybody else is doing you just it's just nice to have the, your own space to do your mm. own thing and not really be hassled or bothered by it and and you learn you know you you'll make mistakes for sure but i feel like painting is is a lot like that i feel like making your own music is probably a lot like that it's it's there's a lot of like little things that you can be really creative with you know and it's just i think it's really good for you I, like uh, to have sort of a hobby like that totally you know? totally i feel like old folks have taken it though and as their own and made yeah. the stigma right yeah like it doesn't feel like it feels like gardening is this thing that you do when you retire. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, the old folks have found that it's good. It's relaxing. It chills them out because otherwise, the old folks get very crotchety. Mm. Yeah, sure. You know? yeah. Mm. And um, this helps them, you know, mellow out yeah. a bit. You know, yeah. it's in a, in a sense, it's like things do have a stigma. Like Fortnite, you know, probably teenagers don't want to play Fortnite because it's for for, for babbies. Mm. You know, sure, it's like got yeah. that. Or Minecraft, you know, it feels like, oh, it's for kids. I'm not playing, I'm not playing that yeah. game. And as a result, it, ha it gets this, 
kind of attachment to it. And the same thing with gardening. Like, it feels like something that isn't cool or for some reason you're not allowed to do because it's only done by old folks. But then again, you do need the boomer garden and a lot of us us young generation don't have our own yeah. space to, to do gardening. Yeah. But, but one, one thing that interests me about it as well is not only I, I never set out to grow my own food. I was like not, I, I didn't even think of it once. I just wanted to, you know, dabble around, try to grow some plants, really just wanted to grow some like, you know, some, some like basil and whatever, like, you know, herbs for cooking or whatever, just, just to see if I could do it sort of thing. But now I'm at the stage where like, we're, we're growing cucumbers and like peppers and tomatoes and stuff. And this stuff is all starting to grow. I know. And not only that, lots of like little lettuces and stuff. Like basically I've been feeding Terry recently entirely from the, the greenhouse, which is nuts. Wow. Yeah. It's, That's and cool. super good for him too. He's eating better than you. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's super interesting. Like I, like I've learned like more about like composting and I, I like the whole system of like, you harvest stuff and you eat the bits that you would normally eat and then you cut all of the shit off that you would normally not eat and then you can just turn that back into like really good soil for next year. Mm. And, and I fucking love that. I, like it's it ticks like so many boxes for me, like the whole recycling thing. And I don't know, like it's just I, I feel like I, I wish I'd found yeah, out about all this all stuff sooner. Waste you know? like, back in the composting yeah, bin, dump that on the composting. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I remember doing that as a... I mean, we do still have that, like in the in uh, in in our apartment complex. You know, we have a compost bin, yeah. so we the, all the food waste goes into a special bag, and it goes in the, the stinky bin. Um, it's a classic like thing now, but I, I assume that's all getting composted somewhere for some hopefully, for something hopefully. for some good. <laughs> so I'm assuming it's not just being shipped to India and dumped on no, the side of the road not. or whatever. Probably not. But yes, I, I, there is this strange like fear though that you're gonna fuck it up because i feel like every time we've bought a house plant or whatever it's died and so everything's oh i don't have green fingers i don't i wouldn't be able to keep something alive yeah. but actually nature is pretty tough and like it, know, it's, yeah, it's unbelievable plant some cucumber seeds and manage to remember to water them every other day well, I mean, they'll the, probably grow the other day i had a little cucumber seedling that uh, when i went in in the morning uh to take a look it was like totally flopped over and i thought off oh, whatever like it's it died like i guess i just didn't do it right or whatever so i propped it up and and put some water in and thought you know at least like i can make it look like it's still alive and now it's fine it's like grown it's it's it's, 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 it's like bounce back it's insane it, it's such a satisfying feeling too you know do you it's, wonder if if all this stuff like uh like planting things like like sips is enjoying this stuff i'm not saying we're in the twilight years of our life no. but we're a little older so the things that we're starting to enjoy now are things that when we were 20, we would have thought, gardening, lame. Of course, you know, it's been... not something like, I mean, if you get into it when you're young, fair enough, like, yeah, yeah. whatever. I was not into it when I was young. I was just doing other stuff. And that's fair enough. You know, the, the life is is like that. You know, we, we're, we're conditioned a lot socially into certain things and, and stuff too. There's and... always things that are lame. Yeah, Do you know I mean? Of course. Ever since we were, uh, ever, like when I was at school, Star Wars was, was considered lame. Really? Yeah. Really? It just was. Oh yeah. Yeah, like it was for nerds. Yeah. That was how it was. Oh yeah. But Lewis would uh, wedge it every day for his love of Star Wars. Probably. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Mm. What school did you go to? The school of hard knocks, baby. It, it changed. Like initially, yeah. it was kind of this nerdy thing, wasn't it? And then it became Star very mainstream. Wars? I think nerdy stuff. I think nerdy stuff in general kind of did like a complete U turn and became 
cool at one point, right? Like gaming culture. But and the everything. Bob Ross thing, I'm sure a lot of people considered Bob Ross lame, and it's now it was, and then it had this big renaissance, didn't yeah. it? You know, with Twitch and everyone yeah. loving it, and it's all very. I think it's universally uh, thought of as a good, a good thing. Yeah. It's very. It's, it just seems like it's you can't lose with Bob Ross, right? No one's. No one's learning anything bad. No one's getting anything. It's not, it's not causing any trouble to anyone, is it? No. Right? Like it's only helping people. Like, like apparent. Like, I mean, unless unless more kids are drinking fucking turpentine, I don't know. Do you know what I mean like? Well, I can't think of anything bad that's come Turps. out of Bob Ross. People drinking turps sense. was a big thing in the fifties. <laughs> Another classic, <laughs> up to date cultural reference from the Triforce podcast. Yeah, there. yeah, we're like we're right on the uh, right on the money. Another thing that I've been thinking a lot about though, because I've been doing this stuff and 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 thinking about growing food, it, it, the the sort of convenience of, of modern life, you lose. It, it feels like uh, like you know, just looking at it, kind of like whimsically or whatever. You feel like uh, you lose something along the way, right? Sure, you get convenience and sure, it's great that you can order like 20 hamburgers on your phone and somebody delivers it to your house or whatever. But the, the, you, I feel like, you, like you, you're robbed of so much along the way, right? Like there, there's so many things that you, you could do that are actually kind of easy to do and really good for you physically and mentally to do around like perhaps growing your own food or Why even getting interest, to the hamburger shop getting instead? interested in it or whatever <laughs> but like the, the the whole sort of like um quest for convenience like it, like so I, I feel like tons is lost along the way it's kind of sad too you I, know, like, I think the, the the convenience is a good thing if we're cutting down on stuff that's unnecessary yeah, yeah. But if, if you're just cutting down on things that are actually kind of relaxing and and nice to do anyway is that yeah. really making it more convenient i guess yeah if, the, i feel like you you're you're you, you know, for all this time that you're saving yourself for things that you don't want to do or whatever and freeing up time to do the things that you want to do, you're potentially just missing out on a lot of really enjoyable stuff along the way. You know what I mean? Like really satisfying stuff, yeah. fulfilling and stuff. Look, you're not replacing that saved time. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. You've got to, the saved time has to be replaced with something other than just watching fucking reruns of The Office. Exactly. So, something that, that not only that makes you happy, but like re replenishes like your soul and stuff too, right? Like it's... And I like I'm not... I just don't know. Like I've, I mean, I've spent years and years playing games and i like playing games but and i've said this before if all i all i did was play games and nothing else i would be really miserable you know what i mean like i don't oh, think yeah. that a hundred percent that would be a dull boy. that could give yeah. you all of the satisfaction you need in a life you know what i mean like you Indeed. have to you definitely need a balance and i mean even if, if all bob ross did was paint i don't think that can sure can give you a complete life if all no. you ever did was tend your garden i think that would yeah. be You've got to have a, a mix of things. Uh, the, 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 the cornucopia of life shall be yours if yeah. you take a first stumbling step down the hill of, of passion. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, one thing I read was, um, I think, if only the birds in the forest who had any talent were singing, the forest would be silent or something like that. Something to that effect. It's beautiful. So, <laughs> make it up you get the gist of it yeah uh, so yeah um but the point is that like just fucking just just try your hand at this stuff man yeah. and just you you might find that you quite like it and you don't have to be you don't have to have green fingers no, yeah to fucking... i went in with the mentality like oh this is this is something my mom would be interested in this is dumb and everything and i i was really surprised i'm like uh I feel like converted. Like I feel like this is something I would like to spend more time doing, and 
it just again it's like you you know you figure out how to do stuff you can there's like tons of resources for learning how to do this stuff or whatever you know there's people who've already made all the mistakes and can give you advice on it there's books like oh my god there's it's crazy you can do all of this stuff and you could probably end up saving yourself a lot of money and the time that you spend doing it doesn't feel like a, like a waste of time either because mm. you're you're just ticking so many boxes for your your physical and your mental you know it's nuts Indeed. it's really good yeah, yeah. Let's try your hand at creating something whether it is a song yeah, yeah. a poem oh, yeah that yeah sorry i should say not even just gardening book, you know like a blog painting writing whatever just do something that's don't let other different. people or don't worry it won't be perfect don't let other people tell you yeah i mean, I mean look at lewis's um fucking choose your own adventure book i mean that <laughs> far from perfect right? he still tried he had fun, we got so. we got a lot of shit got to him. Oh my god. Sips, you and me got a lot of shit for not letting oh Lulu read that. Oh my god. Let him read the no, book! No, no, no. Like, oh, so really? it was so good. So there was this complete mix of feedback. Oh my god, man. It just goes, there's no accounting for people's bad taste, is there? It's crazy. <laughs> it was great. So I loved reading all the feedback. So there was, it was like, I'd say there were predominantly like, like two camps. There was the people who thought, oh, this is great. I thought this was really cool. Yeah. I want to hear more. And there were the people who said, oh, this is so funny. Man, I'm, well, I was uh, I was really just fucking and, with you. Like, I, yeah, I thought it was, like, pretty good. I'm, I'm glad that you did it and stuff. I'm sure it was fun to do. Like, I'm I just messing some, with uh, you. I thought there were some nice descriptions in there. I, for real. Like, there were some nice descriptions. I just uh, I just was in the mood for taking the piss out. I yeah, it was really <laughs> intended it to be funny, though. I sort of did it a bit tongue-in-cheek, but I didn't I didn't do it deliberately funny. So, like, the first... Reading all these people saying, oh, man this was like a everyone's bad D D character I, I laughed so much i was like i was like i didn't really attend to me <laughs> it was meant to be serious you guys are getting serious uh, yeah but I'm, I'm i'm not put off by it no, you know, no. i'll carry Good. on Good. Good. No, yeah, no, don't let the haters get you down yeah. brother. you can come over you can come over and make fun of my garden if you want like that's my <laughs> you like you come over and be like this fucking idiot you don't fucking mulch like that, stupid. You're an idiot. Like, you can do that if you want. We are also, when I said that uh, bands don't make a lot of money touring or lose money on tours, a lot of people responded to that saying that was wrong. I that have was, done quite a bit of reading. That was uh, ill-informed, honestly. Well, that was... I, I think you're wrong, and I'll tell you why. Uh, for example, Lady Gaga was bankrupt after her um, monster, little monster tour or whatever it was called. Right. She, what? She, she was, if you, there's an article all about it. The, the, the cost of the tour was so great that she ended up going bankrupt. She sure. was actually... I, but Three you're not, million you're, dollars in debt. Okay, yeah, but I mean that's a little bit different because you're not. That's not somebody just going up on stage and going through their their catalogs of songs right. and saying we love you, Detroit, and stuff. This is right. somebody with like a million uh, choreographed dancers and pyrotechnics and stuff. So yeah, you can see how that. Right, would... but but for most really big acts like that, the cost of the tour is going to be very steep. I think her tour was an exception because it was like unbelievably yeah. elaborate. Bruce Springsteen, uh, for example, his tour, he made a lot of money from it because they don't have all the fancy light shows and everything. Exactly. You two, when they went on tour, very expensive <laughs> He's tour. He just sat there on a fucking yeah, stage. Just, yeah, just a dude with a guitar, right? Perfect. It's like, okay, we're getting, we need to budget the Bruce Springsteen tour. We're going to need a, a, a stool. And a guitar. How much is that? Uh, it was about. We can, we can get the stool for twenty five quid. Two bucks. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> like, I smell profits, Ronnie. I can smell them <laughs> from a mile away. I think we got this. So Bruce made a lot of money. However, if we're talking about the top like half percent of all musicians out there, 
going on tour. Because there's a lot of bands. There are a lot of musicians that do this all the time. A lot of these bands will play very small shows. The cost of going on tour isn't going to be very great, but the amount of money that they make isn't going to be very great. And quite often, with all the costs, you have to pay, you know, the promoter and the venue, management takes a cut, mm. all the rest of it. It doesn't end up making a lot of money, and they don't shift a huge amount of merchandise. So if you go ahead and, and, and dig into Google, I would urge anyone that said, uh, period's just wrong, just have a look. Because um, I definitely heard, uh, I was watching a documentary about touring, and this was a while ago, very few bands, like I think that there were very few bands that actually made money on these big grand tours okay. because they made their money from record sales. So because record sales have gone, this was my whole point, is taking away record sales and saying, well, they make most of their money touring now. That may be true, but if you had two jobs and you lost one of your jobs, you're not going to say, well, he makes his money from this one job. Yeah. It's like, yeah, but he used to make money from two jobs. Now he's yeah. only got one. So all I'm saying is that the, the amount of money that artists make from record sales and stuff has obviously plummeted compared to its heyday. There's a lot of streaming. People don't buy albums the way they used to. People don't buy singles mm. the way they used to. No. So the amount of money that artists can make is diminished. Ticket prices have gone up, but a lot of that is swallowed up by the venues by the ticket processing sites and, and all the rest of it. And I think they companies. just have to have a good accountant and not be too right. Not not be too spendy on their but tour. Most bands I'm sure are not it costs make a lot of money. to put on these Only the really very big bands. Shows. That's all I'm saying. The, the smaller bands are not going to make that. Sure, but that's bucks. always good. That 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 has always been the case as well. You like, but it, again, it's it's that exposure to you know, like the bands doing like the smaller sort of circuits like you, you read about any band like you know like like grunge bands or whatever you know they they would just like stay at people's houses uh, you know right. live in a van or whatever like yeah no they weren't making a lot of money but they were getting out there and they were you know performing music in front of people that had never seen or heard them before and hopefully right. picking up fans along and hopefully the way they would buy some to, records to then become so my, a big my problem band. is yeah. if they're not making money from the record sales where are they making their money like if they're not making a lot of money from record sales, where's the cash coming from? That's the question you've got to ask. Touring. And there is yeah. a big problem with live music venues closing because or not just because of COVID, but before that, there was a there was there is honestly look, look into live music and the how many venues we've lost. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's, it's, it's a, it's a real it is problem. different. It, it's 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 different um, all across the board. But the way that people consume music is uh, is so different to how it used to be. Right. It's like we're still yeah. expecting things to work how they did thirty years ago when things have hit, things have changed so much. The way that people listen to music, the the way that they have access to music has has all changed. So of course that side will change a little bit as well. But yeah. I think a lot of the older bands like uh you know like the Rolling Stones for example, they their predominant demographic or fan base are old enough now to pay big money to go see them live oh, because yeah. for them it's like a you know a bucket list thing. Like my parents went to go see them for example. Right. So my parents were teenagers growing up listening to the Rolling Stones when they were still, you know, releasing fresh albums and and stuff at like at you know at their peak. And um, but, you know, they never had an opportunity to go see them when they were younger. But now that they're like, you know, 65 years old, uh, they can go see them. I hear Metallica are the big like a big, always a good show. Right. right. Yeah. And that's like a big it's almost like going to a fucking theme park or something. Yeah. Do you know I mean, they've really got it down to a T and they wouldn't carry on doing that if it didn't have make money for people who were involved. But again, these are very, very big bands. Yeah, these are huge bands. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. I think Metallica would totally be down for having magnets implanted in their fingers. The, the, you know what I mean? well, would that not interfere like... with the guitar playing, Lewis? You well, go to you play wonder. a G and you pull there's, in the There's plenty of bands strings. out there that 
that have been going for years that have never broken into mainstream success or anything. You know, they have like a very small following. But maybe like surgical enhancement would give them this like kind of edge, you know, they could like do like additional if you like cyborged up their like their hands right you know to like play guitars better or, or do like the mag the magnets could like i don't know give them some uh, additional there's that robot control. band there's a youtube channel of a robot band have you seen them <laughs> if, you, no. if you look for ro- robot band on youtube this guy's built these robots and he's programmed like he's got this software so he can put a song in and they will play the song the robot drummer is super fucking hype by the way uh, go go and have a look at it. It's, I can't remember oh the name of the God. channel. I'll find I'll find it right now while we're talking about Compressor it. Compressor head. Is I think it? It, I think that sounds right. Yeah. It looks nuts. They're like an anime. It looks like one of those old puppet shows, like the wooden puppet shows that they used to have in those um, strange like wooden casings in the street. But you just know, watch where... them play. They're fucking hype. Nice. Okay. I, I'll check. I'll check it out. So the, yeah, these magnetic implants. Apparently, it came about because this one guy had a, a bit of um, a shard of like metal. I think steel lodged in his finger and found out that he could detect magnetic fields with it. And so, I mean, magnetic fields, I mean, by that, I mean, like, like, like you get a magnetic field when you have, um, like a high amperage or like voltage going through a electrical cable. So for example, if my, if I had a magnet in my finger and I moved it close to the AC wire for my, um, for my, my computer down here, I'd be able to detect that, right? With a, with a, because if, if, if I got an endemium magnet and I stuck it there right now, it would probably vibrate, like, and I could feel it without it having been implanted. But the point is that your fingers are full, like, absolutely chock full of, like, nerve endings. And if you implant a little tiny neodymium magnet mm. in there, it will apparently let you be able to sense that. And I think the reason is, I don't know why. I don't know, actually, <laughs> I don't, I don't, if anyone knows why, why you want to have that. Why are people putting magnets in their <laughs> why do you bodies? Need, I mean, it's not like in everyday life Purpose. I need a magnetic oh, sensor. It's not, There's a fucking it's Wikipedia. Not like are... Though magnetic implants can be used to pick up small metal objects, the main purpose of getting an implant is in order to gain sensory perception of magnetic fields. That's what I'm, that's After what I'm looking After a magnet right is now. implanted yes. underneath the epidermal layer of the skin, nerves go around the magnet as the skin heals. The magnet pushes against magnetic fields produced by electronic devices in the surrounding area, pushing against the nerves and giving a sixth sense of magnetic vision. Some people prefer to have multiple implants and several fingers in order to get a more 3D view of the magnetic fields around them. But one magnetic implant is enough to be able to feel magnetic fields. This means that people with magnetic implants have sensations of running electricity motors, electronic circuits, appliances, and even wires. Okay, Mm. when what I was saying about getting into something new and trying something new and like uh, food for the soul and stuff, (laughs) I I draw the line at this thing where you're getting (laughs) like implants and stuff like that. I I personally would say don't bother doing that because I'm not really understanding like the point of it kind of thing, but you know. There are well, there are long term uh, yeah. effects. Uh, Neodymium right. magnets contain a large amount of iron by volume, oh. and iron is easily corroded by common elements such as oxygen and water. Lewis, what is the human body mostly made of? Oh, it's water, um, Lewis. Magnet corrosion occurs <laughs> when these elements become trapped inside during the encapsulation process, which can cause slow corrosive effect, or the encapsulation fails. Well, no, I think fails. they have them sealed in like a silicon pack. But or there's whatever, a chance so of like we, we could have a baddie right here like a supervillain is created he the corroded man and he's like becomes corroded <laughs> by this tiny neodymium he's he hates neodymium because it's what it's done to him and he's he's to very destroy sick it. he's very sick he drags himself around bits of him are always falling off help me he says <laughs> i am rust man oh sorry <laughs> hand me that i dropped my tooth yes thank you 
I will. <laughs> Wait, there's my arm. Give that back. Hold still. Uh, yeah. Magnet so is this something? Know. Is this? Uh, can we expect a new bionic Lewis soon? Are you? You thinking of getting the implants? You you this interested is the kind in of shit fields? Would do. This is the kind of shit you would do, and you know no, it. Come on. I've never had a piercing or an implant or a fucking. Uh, I've never had a tattoo. Do you know what I mean? I'm as I'm as white as. It what gets. about those ass cheeks? Those aren't yours. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Those aren't real. Come on. Who'd you get them from? That sweet that touch. Dutch, you Come know, on. Special special order. You know from. Special um, order. From, <laughs> Oh my god. You know what, Lewis, that reminds me. Um, You remember your personal trainer and your uh, fucking broken relationship that you had with your personal trainer? Do do I? I have a personal trainer now. Oh my god. I have started this week at a nearby gym. No, thank god. uh, Because I. Have you been at all inappropriate with them? I have not. Good. Um, good. And we have an excellent relationship and he's a nice dude and we chat and he's a really cool guy. Yeah. Um, so I I cannot believe like throughout this the I've, I've had two sessions. I've got another one tomorrow, and it's going to go on for six weeks. And I'm going to probably do another six weeks after that. I decided finally to get in shape because I sit around all fucking day. I'm 45. I see other men my age who are you know on the verge of a fucking heart attack, and I just thought it would be a good idea for me to be in, in decent shape. <laughs> right, right. Okay. Sorry. Sure. No. Sorry. Let me stop you there. So you see other men who are even worse than you at your age, yeah. and you think, "Fuck, I, I don't want to end up." You like don't that. see men. You don't see men who are in great shape at your age, and like, "Oh man, I want to be. I could be that no. guy." You know, you man, see, I don't you see be the, that the guy rust either, robot there's like got, crawling. There's got to be a good in between where you're not about yeah. to die, but you're also not just spending all your <laughs> time running. That guy looks like shit. How old is he? Forty-five. Exactly. I don't. I don't want to be. I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be that guy who's like. Just, just a, like gaunt from all the working out, and just yeah. looks like a, a skeleton with. It's too much with, like, working the, out. the muscles almost looks yeah. like a cyborg. Like I don't, I don't want that. Yeah. I just want to be in decent shape, and I want to have like good core strength and all the rest of it. Yeah. Maybe some definition, and I'd like to get rid of my my dad bod a little bit, tone down the gut a little bit, get get a six pack would be my dream. Right. Um, all that kind of stuff, you know. And but but without being like fucking bloated, gym bloat, like oh, you know, I don't want to be that guy, and yeah. I never would be that guy. So I just want to get in some decent shape. You fucking threw me off there. What was I talking the about? Oh yeah, personal trainer. So about ten minutes into the first session, when we're cracking on, yeah, I, pops into my head the memory of Lewis just saying these awful things to his personal trainer. Yeah, and I'm thinking, how how could you? Like how could you? <laughs> I just couldn't believe it. I didn't understand what your motivation was. He's a complicated was. man. But you know, I, I still just... do it. I still make embarrassing, stupid, dumb jokes. Yeah, we all do. We all do. I mean, if you if you make a lot of stupid jokes, which I think I'm confident in saying all three of us do that quite a lot. You, sometimes you're gonna you're gonna fuck up. That's the that's the way it is. You know, yeah. you're gonna miss that three pointer. Yeah. You're gonna score an own goal. Um, you're gonna some other sports analogy. You're gonna do that, skid off the track or whatever. But you've got to keep racing. You got to keep chucking and you got to keep shooting. That's the way it goes. Well, I've got this. I've got this thing now on my office computer, which is a. It's, I saw it on Reddit Cool Guides, and it's a list of teas that you could take, and like a tea for every occasion. And I looked down the list, and I was like, I feel uneasy today. I'm gonna to have. And so it said peppermint tea. So I had a. I had a peppermint tea, and I felt. I felt a bit But what's better. that going to do to to shut your big yapper? I don't know. Up? Like if you... I don't know. I, d- I guess you just can't. Like you can't, I can't go through life stepping on. Right. Worried about stepping Here, on eggshells, pea flax. I know. So sometimes the timing is crucial in a joke, right? All I'm saying is, especially if you're typing it, when you've typed it out, think of the worst response that there could be to that joke before yeah. you click send. <laughs> 
Yeah. Just imagine it. <clears throat> and if yeah. you think, oh, that's way too elaborate, there's no way anyone's going to think that, then send it. But if you think, yeah, someone might take that the wrong way, then maybe don't. But if you want know. to maintain I, I, the Lewis image... No, I don't image, think that is. I think the advice, is, the, the advice is know your audience or at least be vaguely confident in your in your audience. You, you know keep I mean? making your jokes, man. You'll find some people who will find them funny one day and then that's when you'll know you're finally home. <laughs> yeah. You should try some of my jokes on your personal trainer. You yeah, know? yeah. On your personal trainer. Show, show me your Hey, what did you get up to last night? I fucked your mother. <laughs> yeah. You want to do some kettlebells or something? <laughs> I, I just... I mean, I, I'm there oh, for an hour yeah. with, with this personal trainer. How can you make that kind of joke because if it goes wrong and still... it was ages I can't stay quiet for fucking 10 minutes yeah, I've just, got to talk to these people about stuff but most of the time I'm just yeah fucking... but I, like we had a chat and I sort of gauged that you know I, I I obviously I just didn't it was fine you know there were just it was just you make these mistakes don't you I don't think um, most people make do, yeah. that mistake though like I don't know that guy well enough you didn't know your personal trainer well enough to claim that you'd fuck this mum I'm just saying no well, I mean I don't he even make... like he would have understood the I, joke it's, it's so okay. even to people looked... I know really well I, I wouldn't make that joke <laughs> he looked like he would have got it people. I ran my eye over him and uh, I gauged <laughs> that I could tease him about having fucked his mum yeah I was wrong I was wrong it's, but, a, uh... it's a very common joke amongst our group of friends so maybe just, just a, I guess that's another motto of the story isn't it I've been joking about fucking people's mums since since school you know that was like it was I was doing it at school I was doing it when I was playing wow I was doing it yesterday with hat films do you know what I mean like I've been doing it with everyone my whole life yeah, just remember, and I just guess that he, he's never been in that right, circle but, and never but, experienced that but just remember that, that right? this guy like I, I always think about the situation is could this person tell me to fuck off if I make a bad joke like, could they just say, oh, fuck off, I'm not having that. That's ridiculous. No, because, what, because he's your personal trainer, so he has to eat this shit. Who does that? Who does what? Who's... <laughs> Who tells anyone to that? That's like a that's like a zero to sixty. Yeah. No, if someone makes like... a joke like that, if someone that I barely knew told me that they. Oh, also, I was fucking your mum. I'd be like, fuck off. <laughs> I'm not trying to start I would a fight never, in a pub. I would this never context. tell somebody to fuck off off the back of a joke. But what I would do is I would uh, avoid them uh, for the rest of my life. After that, you That's know what I mean? That's basically the same thing. Yeah. It's Well, yeah, I know. But it's just, uh, it's less confrontational, I guess, which is the appealing I, part I, of I, it. I, I, yeah, I mean, you guys are bigging this up to to make it more than it was you know there is that i'm not i'm not going out doing that provoking these things you know it is it is um a considered social joke where we've been back and forth a some amount of time to the point where i you know probably i got a reaction i didn't expect but even so it was under the knowledge that you know we are similar age similar interest talking about similar things you know it's like it's not that we it wasn't out of the blue it wasn't like i just we were in a bank queue and i just turned to the guy behind me and said oh fuck your mom last night yeah you know well, I mean? yeah that would be psychotic like... i mean <laughs> It wasn't like that. Just exactly. saying, this was, it, was, it was a very poor choice of audience. For it, that was, joke. it was poor, poor. It was a poorly chosen decision. I love how this sure. has come back. <laughs> like we're actually mad at Lewis again for something, <laughs> again. For something <laughs> that happened <laughs> three a long time ago. ago that we've already chewed him out for. <laughs> <laughs> just randomly <laughs> chewing him out again. It just it's not random. It literally like it occurred to me the moment I started training. That was the first thing that I remembered was Lewis being mean to his personal trainer. And how am I? I guess the other. How could he do it? Like Man. it just made it even worse to me. Sorry, we've got Lewis. some new folks in the office as well. Wow, um, here we because go. Because <laughs> there's some new folks coming in, and and one of the most awkward things that happened was um, oh no, here we go. This guy introduced. Uh, he's like, oh hi. He introduced himself to me. And he he said his name, 
and I was I sort of half I, I half heard it and I wasn't sure what it was so I was like oh sorry what's what's I missed your name so he said it again and it was a really weird name right okay and I wasn't sure again I wasn't sure what he if he what it what what it was <laughs> and so I didn't want to I did I, I didn't want to say how do you spell that or is that a weird name or like what because it sounded like something I don't want to say it right but um it sounded like a rude word okay wow. like like an insult almost was it tw- was it twat <laughs> no was his name imagine someone face. had said to you imagine <laughs> someone had said to you their name was mumfucker uh, twat twat right yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh you're like that's yeah okay cool and then like do you know what I mean and then that like that just threw me off completely off kilter at that point like I didn't know I, I sort of tried to get back onto the <clears throat> onto the onto sort of small talk you know oh, how's it going have, you know what are you certainly know have you tried any of the the oat milk in the fridge you know I don't know just the normal <laughs> yeah. the normal vegan uh, kitchen chatter that we have in uh, small talk social situations but I'm so out of practice I guess I never really for the last sort of 10 years, I've really met that many people in new people in awkward, small talky social situations. Oh, you've met loads of people. Hold a oh, conversation. Yeah. Like you said, sure. you're just out of practice. You're just out of practice. Oh, my Come God. And, and it, so here's what you like should have this... done if you were worried about the name and you, you were worried that you'd misheard it. Let me type it into chat and you can tell me whether right. it sounds right. weird. Are you in general chat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think this is, this is their <laughs> name. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. How do you pronounce that? How do you pronounce? Do you see where I'm, where right. I'm coming from? <laughs> oh, Apologies, man. listeners. We can't share this name with you, but it, it, if someone told me this was their name, you'd be like, you, you, your reaction would be the exact same as Lewis's. You'd be like, one more time, please? <laughs> Sorry, just what, one more time? Because you'd want to make I sure... Just, so what I, I would do, Lewis, do is wait until t- they'd left the room twice. and then go and ask someone else. Or you can just look at the email list and see to, uh, you I know, really should who's do on that. there. Like you, you well, can I just did. go I went to the I went to the board that we have where everyone's got um, pictures, but because they've just started, they don't have a picture yet right. with their, their name up there. Just ask someone. So ask someone know. there and say, I, I, you know, I just, what was the name of that new person? Because it sounds like, and they'd be like, yeah, it, that is it. And you'd be like, okay. <laughs> That's, that's a tough one going forward. Well, the weirdest thing was there was a second new guy starting and his name was this. What? Which is like <laughs> another really weird name. I typed it into chat again. And and like I wasn't sure whether that was a real name or whether that was another nickname or like because it sounds like. And so that just double weirded me out. Are you not ever tempted to just hire people called like, you know, Brian or... Steve. Dave or whatever. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Well, we've got like four are, or five Toms these, already. Are so. these their usernames? Like, are they giving you their Twitch no, usernames? No, they are genuinely their real names. Yeah, totally. Because they were smartly dressed, normal. This is a normal environment, office environment. We're just old, man. I, I'd have never I heard know. of either of these names. I honestly... No, I've never heard of them They either. sound like the names of like grunge rappers you know what i mean like uh yeah what, what is it called? grime grime mcs of some kind uh rather than yeah. than office workers but yes that is that's a tough one i would just smile and then go and ask harry and say harry is that person's name really x and harry would go yeah mate yeah yeah totally <laughs> yeah. he's a lovely bloke. so I, I i didn't i guess i didn't hear it right but yeah well oh i did but who knows um 
that's anyway that's my experience for this week nice uh, and what an experience had it a was. nice time with some spiders at a warehouse thought about <laughs> having a magnet implanted in my finger yeah. don't do the magnet um, thing please felt bad about multiple social experiences that i had with <laughs> other humans not just the human condition Lewis. smith get baked beans poured on him which was absolute joy and honestly i i couldn't have couldn't have enjoyed something i think that's the most happy i felt in a whole year just oh. watching smith that, get that, covered that, in beans. that was the icing on the cake for you after this tough year and a bit right overall i'm feeling very very positive Good. got my jab at the weekend and yeah like it's all it's all coming up lewis oh Good. man holy crap so um well anyway thanks for listening to our dumb podcast and um <laughs> i guess we'll see you guys yeah. next, next time you could check out our patreon if you want um and you don't have to but the episodes go up there and we're available new episodes on spotify every wednesday there you go Adios, you very much. Nice. see you next week see you later bye goodbye, goodbye.